So, hey guys, this isn't Tracy. This is actually her best friend, Girdly. And because me and that crazy girl have been through like uh, 10 years of adventures, I thought I'd hit y'all with a disclaimer of sorts. First and lastly, do know that whatever the hell Tracy shares in this podcast comes from her very own treasure chest of magic, logic, and good intentions. She's definitely not a therapist alternative, but she does believe it's inhumane to withhold what feels like gangsta insight. My girl's not for everyone, but she just might be for you. She's beauty in the Hi, babes. Tis I, Tracy G, and you're listening to another episode of the She's Beauty and the Beast podcast, where my goal as your partner in shine is to explore all forms of emotional empowerment. I love me some dichotomies. I love bare bone honesty. I love a little fuck shit with my girls, you know what I mean? So I try my best to bring that to life in audio form. And it also just brings me a personal sense of productivity and catharsis. So let's continue, shall we? We shall. Also, if you haven't already realized, Shadi, I ain't your damn life coach. Uh-uh. Just a life cheerleader who's always down to share life stuff and question life stuff. And I really like it when there's a cocktail involved, don't you? Make sure you're following me on Instagram plus Twitter at it's Tracy G, I-T-S-T-R-A-C-Y-G, and say hi. And on my site, she'sbeautyandthebeast.com, that's where you will be introduced to these inner voice hacks I call audio vision boards. Now, this is my remix on affirmation, so they include a vibey-ass soundtrack, mostly provided by my girl Glam, who is an amazing artist and producer, plus they are voiced by me to reflect back to us who we truly are. And spoiler alert we truly are fucking excellence yeah check that bad boy out on she's beauty and the beast.com and while you're there hit the free ship button for some goodies yeah so to end off this long ass intro basically if you could invite both rihanna and the dalai lama to dinner at your crib babe this podcast is for you what our sex life might just teach us about god Yeah, I said it. And here's a quick note. I hope this comparison is not blasphemous. That is not my intention in the damn slightest. But in case it is, I'm collecting all forms of forgiveness now, okay? Here's the deal. To me, it's funny how God constantly keeps us in life's shuffle mode. So one moment we are the teacher, another moment we might be the student. All of these moments collectively we're growing, yes? Now if you listen to my last episode, A Moment of Realness, Good Girl Gone Sad, then you know a couple Mondays ago wasn't my brightest day, yo. However, I ended the day with a single offer to God and that was to surrender and a single request to be led and those two as a couple chilled me all the way out now fast forward couple days after i published that bad boy i was having snacks in the park with a beautiful friend who is currently going through an ugly ass storm now what's become super clear in my heart is this when god puts me in position to encourage another a major reason is so that I can hear his guidance for me, through me. You with me? Now, this is how I knew myself and my girl's catch-up was about to be deeper than chat. At some point, she asked me, 
how does one strengthen their relationship with God? Y'all know I am an analogy addict. And before I could think about a proper answer, I had these words spilling out of my damn mouth. The same way you treat a monotonous sex life, by switching it up. Now, if you are a woman listening to this, especially a woman who is attracted to male energy, I need you to take a hold of my imaginary hand and allow me to guide you to a place that makes sense. It's crazy how often I hear chicks complain about how blah homie is, bruh dude in the bedroom, myself included, I've been there. And it makes me wonder why we always put pressure on the guy to be solely responsible for our pleasure. Like how about instead of missionary, we initiate another move. Instead of the same sweet nothings being moaned, we try some other shit talking. Instead of waiting to receive, we play with how to give. All right, now we're going to jump off dick and bring this full circle. I think it's easy to get into such a routine with the big G-O-D that the spark can actually start to ease up. Now, funny enough is I used to absolutely abhor God being identified as male. Yo, that bothered me to the bone. But now in the present day, I actually don't mind it much because it really serves as a needed post-it note for me because it's easy to forget that men want to feel loved and appreciated like us. Think about it. Many of us us naturally speak to our moms more than our dads we know that holidays pander extra hard to women we know lit date nights tend to be left up to our counterparts imagination however no matter how unaffected our partner appears to be the upkeep of a relationship should never be assigned to just one person right and looking at God as a dude reminds me that He also would like to feel appreciated, heard, and supported. I think you guys understand where I'm taking you now. (laughs) But in case not, I'm just going to get super literal real quick and be out. For me, strengthening my relationship with God means noticing his craftsmanship in overlooked moments. So say, instead of blasting wild thoughts or whatever track from 444 on the way to work, even though it's damn good. Maybe we use those handful of moments to take in all the sights, sounds, smells, etc. of nature beginning its day and just express awe because, you know, every great artist appreciates acknowledgement. Or it could be praying in a new setting and saying I love you in a new way. Or perhaps it's remembering that God's fingerprints are on everyone. So why not be super present in conversations in order to see his reflection better? Or... How about falling back on micromanaging God and instead trust that he has our best interest at heart and just allow the big guy to flex? If this makes sense, please let me know. To be honest, I don't even got a clear ending. So here's just one last thing. You know why rappers never call groupies ride or die chicks? Because they were never there for the bumpy parts of the ride. (laughs) I guess in some ways you could argue yes, but you guys know what I mean. The title of Ride or Die is earned, and most importantly, rewarded. The end. I love thee. Hopefully there is something to take from this. If not all good, that just means more for me. (laughs) But really, no blessings left behind my partner in shine. 
Today's episode was originally in written form appearing in my newsletter. If you're not already signed up, do so by click clacking over to she'sbeatingthebeast.com slash newsletter. I do not use my newsletter as a form of narcissism. It is where I share my epiphanies, favorite wellness finds, life lessons. I do giveaways, general dope shit, but I do it with my writers first. So sign that ass up because I really think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Till next time, babes, keep the soul lit. She's beauty and the beauty.